I la la love you. Awesome. Okay, hello and welcome to Fables Legends podcast. My name is Carrie and tonight I'm joined by... Nisi! Lady! No one! <laughs> and today we are also joined by a really special guest who just came from Legends of Tomorrow to join us. Um, so welcome, Cheyenne, to Fables Legends Thank podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, so we have questions for you. Um, and before diving into Behrad and Legends of Tomorrow, I just wanted to say I really love your music. Your song, I Fall to Pieces, is on my most played on Spotify. Um, and I wanted to ask you where the inspiration for writing the song came from. So you're the one. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who keeps playing it. I knew there was someone. Um, yeah, so that song was about my wife, actually, which is funny because it's a breakup song. Um, but her and I had met in New York City in 2017, right after I had graduated from acting school. And it was like, we fell in love at first sight, but it was the kind of thing where we weren't sure if it was the right timing, just because I was so young and I you know, had yet to start my career and I was moving to L.A., and all this stuff, but we, you know, we we dated that summer, and then when I moved to LA, shortly thereafter, she called me and was like, "Look, I think we need to spend some time apart. You know, I think you need to focus on you." And like, she was finishing up her last year of acting school, so she's like, "I think I need to, you know, focus on what I'm doing here in New York." And I was devastated. I mean, I remember like being curled up in the fetal position on the couch like just unable to move because I, I I thought it was over I didn't have the foresight to think that you know we could probably get back together and she did so she was kind of like knowing like oh I think like there's something long term here but I didn't have that foresight and so the only way I could process it and like get myself up off the couch was by writing that song and that song was like a way of being like okay like how can I feel what I'm feeling but mm -hmm. not completely fall apart because like, that's the thing is like, if, if you don't feel it and if you don't allow yourself to feel it, then you're not going to be able to process it and work through it and move on. And cool. so this idea, I, I actually got this idea from an old teacher of mine, my movement teacher from, uh, from college. She was like, you know, as a, as an artist, like you often have to fall to pieces without falling apart. And so I took that idea and I just started writing these verses. And the first verse is like, you know, I'm, uh, I lay down and listen to the sound in my lungs. That inspiration came from a yoga class because I was taking a lot of yoga at the time. And I was like in Shavasana at the end, just like listening to my breath. And like that, because that's like what the teachers were, you know, instructing us to do. And I was like, okay, that's like step one. And then like the next verse, I'm like getting up on my feet. And then the next verse, I'm smoking weed and I'm trying to like, you know, use that as a, you know, a way to kind of like self-medicate. And then the last one, I'm like actually like looking around and being like, huh, like maybe I can build a life here. So it's like, it's a progression um, of, of thought of like, okay, like how can I actually like, you know, pick myself back up. Um, but when I shared the song, you know, it's, it's funny that, there's like the reference to, to weed because obviously I play a stoner on the show and, and Bedrod <laughs> is, you know, that, that's like his, his thing. But in my own personal evolution, I've like started to step away from that um, because I think I, I started to honestly abuse it. Um, and I, 
I've, you know, I, I think it's like everything has its place, but I think for me, I was using it as a, like, at first it was helpful for me to kind of work through some stuff, but then it became like, I, I started to rely on it, which I, I didn't like as much. And what's interesting is that something I can kind of sneak peek for people about this year of legends is that Berhad makes a similar choice where yeah. he's like, you know what? I think actually maybe it's time to step away from this for a little bit, which I think is really exciting. Um, so I'm really excited to see what the fans think of that. Cause I know there's been a lot of like, Oh yeah, dude, like way to go with the stoner representation. And I'm like, yeah, like, I think that has its place, but I'm also like, you know, now more interested in like, okay, like wh where do you like, evolve from that? You know, like, I think that's like a step along the journey. Absolutely. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds amazing actually. Um, and your, your song really is, it's really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. I also really like your music. Um, and we've been talking um, a lot about uh, Behrad in season six because we're doing, uh, we've been doing not in this format, but we've been doing um, over the last two months an initial reactions series on Instagram where we were like reacting to season six and yeah my question is what has been your favorite moment as Behrad in the last season oh uh, for me it was definitely uh playing peace train with Fidel Castro I mean that when I read that episode I was like this is unlike anything I've ever done and and um it, it was, I loved the actor who played Fidel. He, his name was Tim Perez and he's too cool for Instagram, but he was, uh, we, we had like an immediate bond and I think you see it on the screen, the, the bromance that we kind of developed. Um, but like, just like getting to play that song live as well. Like I did do a studio recording, which you can hear on the mixtape, but we made the decision that like I was going to, play that song in the room live during the scene and that was going to be what the audience would hear rather than me lip syncing to a pre so that like it could be discovered in the moment and it could be more rooted in the story rather than just like uh okay now he plays a song um because it's like it's deeper than that it's like he's playing a song to a stoned fidel castro to try and save the world from nuclear attack by singing a peace anthem by a musician who converted to Islam in the 70s. So it's like, there, there's even like the fact that they picked that song, it was like, I put it together, I was like, oh my gosh, like Cat Stevens, who of course goes by Yusuf now, like he was probably a personal hero of Behrad's. Mm -hmm. And so it would make sense that he would in that moment whip out that song, because it's like, okay, like, this might be my best shot here. And it works until it doesn't. So that for me was like, that had like the whole journey um, in one little scene. And that, that'd probably be my best moment. My favorite moment of season six. Such yeah, a sweet that's awesome. that was one of my favorite moments in that episode as well. The entire like thing of being stoned, but like the peace train song, um, obviously Behrad has so many great moments. I think the whole concept of Legends is just so funky and original and awesome. Um, we really love to discuss within ourselves like um, what we would do if we had a real functioning wave rider. So we wanted to pose that question to you. What would mm -hmm. you do? 
what would I do? Oh my gosh. You know, I, I, I really liked when, um, <laughs> when we were preparing the, the breakfast for Sarah and, uh, uh, Mick <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like I went to the, uh, uh, the ancient, well, I don't even remember the ancient Agora you know to the the market to get this like special greek salt and then the finishing salt and then i i dry aged the beef for 15 years this morning like i actually think i would do stuff like that like i would like to go back to you know like what what was like the silk route like you know like kind of these incredible historical things because i'm kind of a history nerd like i don't think i would want to change anything i think i would actually be a good time traveler because i would really not want to change anything but like i would love to like witness some of the battles of like the revolutionary war and like see george washington and um you know that like plenty of i mean like you know I, going back to the time of jesus of nazareth and, like <laughs> did he really like multiply the fishes and like did he really walk on water and did moses really part the, like biblical times i think would be really interesting Oh, yeah. um so i mean there's tons of, I, I would just like go back and like it's kind of like today like sightseeing like you can go and you can see the pyramids but like the wave rider would take it a step further because then you could see the pyramids getting built yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um i didn't think of it like that i just thought um my first answer was i didn't want to go back in time because i would like mess up everything because i'm so clumsy um <laughs> My second answer was I want to go to the Titanic era just to live that Jack Rose like thing. Yeah, but would you warn the would you warn the captain? Of would course, share I would. The door? Share the door. Just share the door. Yes, yeah, yeah, just share the door. There's plenty of room. Yeah, you just have to take off your life jacket, put it under the door, and two people can stay afloat. <laughs> Simple. Uh, I know, but then there wouldn't have been the movie. I mean, yeah. like, it would have had a happy ending. So true. <laughs> By the way, that like we we've talked about musical um when we saw you, but like um the fact that this show is so original, like it the concept is so original, and uh for so many reasons, the goofiness, the fact that we have these weird characters, but in a good way. Um, and the fact, uh, one of the fact that makes it so original is the fact that we have musicals. And so I, wa I wanted to know, what was your favorite uh, musical moment to perform or even to witness? Oh, yeah, uh, I would say, well, to perform, I would, I would say again, Peace Train, that was definitely up there, but I would also throw in I mean, well, let's just go through them. There was uh, Sad Feelings, which which was hilarious. Um, and was also, that was fun because like, I don't know if there are any Harry Potter fans here, but like I was basically oh, yeah. under an imperious curse, right? Like I, I was like compelled to sing this song against my will, which is a really fun thing to play. <laughs> um, and so that was interesting. And then also the dance number that we did was literally thrown at us like five minutes before we shot it. Like, oh, like really? the, the writer was like, hey, like, I, think, I think we should do like a dance number. Like, what do you think of this? And she choreographed it on the spot. And then thankfully we could all pick it up. We had some, you know, enough training to be like, okay, we move like this, 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 blah, blah. So that was, that was cool just in terms of like the spontaneity of it. 
Um, And then, of course, Peace Train would probably be my favorite favorite. But I also, as a great honorable mention, have to throw in Songbird at the wedding. Um, You know, just just because and that that was one because we were shooting outside, we couldn't record it live. So I had to do it in the studio beforehand. But um, yeah, like getting to sing that song by, you know, a legend, Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac at Sarah and Ava's wedding was like very uh, special. Like it, it was a, an honor, honestly. Um, now I can't wait to see it because I didn't see it yet. So I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, did I spoil anything? No, you know, you know. we are already talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> so um the musical moments are iconic um we we love all the legends and we think that we would be best friends with everybody on the team but what we wanted to know was if you had to pick one member of the legends to be like best friends with who do you think it would be and why oh putting me on the spot here um <laughs> who would i choose to be i mean uh <laughs> I, I think I gotta go Matt Ryan I think I think that's that's my that would be my like if if uh he's just I mean we he's he just he's so unpredictable you know he's so fun to work with and he's such a generous spirit off camera and on camera like he really gives a lot of great energy and, um, you know, he also is like a big Shakespeare guy. And like, I also love Shakespeare and studied it in school. Um, and so, uh, yeah, like, I think he's just like a really, really cool guy. Um, so, but honestly, it's like a very close tie with, I could, I could have said any one of the legends yeah. because everyone is like, we're so blessed to have such an amazing cast. Like there's no bad energy. Like everyone is super positive and we have fun. Like, the other the other night we were like we just broke out into enter sandman like while we were like standing around like we just broke out into metallica and, um but the the person who i'm probably like actually the closest with is adam me and adam hang out and um we have a fun fun connection and we love watching movies and getting takeout and all that stuff that's that's awesome i mean if I was to go down the character route though, hear me out, because Zari one has donuts. That's true. That's true. <laughs> she does. Where is she always getting them from? I guess the fabricator. Probably. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I could choose like a single legends to be friends with because I want to be friends with all of you. um but um a spoiler alert from season six for our listeners which is actually not (laughs) or no because we already talked about it (laughs) so anyways but um we thought it was really cool in season six in the finale when like spooner was like um like sharing the powers yes she was like kirby yes yes (laughs) so if you could choose one power um in real life which one would you choose and why um (laughs) 
tricky. I think I, I mean, I think I got to go with magic again. Like I think magic is like the coolest. You can kind of do anything with that. That's, that's kind of the, that's the ultimate power. Um, so, okay, but like and I'm also. Magic or, or John's magic? Well, John's magic is pretty, it gets dark uh, yeah. to say the least. So maybe more Astra's magic, but. She's not like as powerful as he is, but I think she'll get there. So probably like Astra's magic. Although John is the one that taught her. So they're kind of like one and the same. Um, but uh, don't forget about Gary's magic. Gary also has a little oh, bit yeah. of magic. I, oh, yeah. We always overlook Gary and I hate it after Shame I do us. it. Shame on us. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Obviously, all of the powers are super, super cool and Honestly, I wouldn't be able to choose one for myself. Uh, I would be happy with any of them. But since the legends go from time period to time period, there are so many different costumes. So like, which one has been your favorite so far? Definitely the Western. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I, I, we all love I, I just felt so cool, you know, wearing that outfit and the hat and the and just put it on. And that's a really cool period. Um, and it's it was fun. It was like, and then you know, Berhard literally says, like, yeah, you know, I used I my dad put me through a Western phase when he was trying to assimilate into American culture. And I thought that was such a nice touch because that's like totally something that happens. Um, you know, like immigrant parents will like they'll be like yeah hey, why don't we try this and like and some of it sticks sometimes it's like oh yeah like I actually like really dig this um and so I just I mean it, honestly it, it's it's interesting because it is like somewhat of a problematic period in terms of how it's um been portrayed in film and tv um especially with respect towards uh like the indigenous populations of America but you know, that aside, I, I think, uh, you know, fashion wise, it was very fun to, uh, to step inside that world. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite would have to be, this is Gus, where he had that, um, like business suit with his hair slicked back and stuff. And speaking of hair, can you drop that hair care routine? Because your hair is amazing. Please. <laughs> Can I drop the what? Hair care routine, because your hair is amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Well, here, I'll give you a little, you can see what it, it's really, it's really flowing now. Oh. I think I'm pushing the limits of the CW with how long I'm, I'm keeping it, but no one said anything. So if you guys yeah. like it, I think they'll let me keep it. We love it. We love it. It's like something to the character. You can tell them yeah, we love it. <laughs> I will. I will. I, I agree. Like it adds something to his character. Like I think it it softens him and it makes it gives him that like relaxed look. And it's funny, like with the pandemic, like it just like gave me more time to grow it out. Because when I joined the show, it was quite a bit shorter. And I always thought that he should have long hair. Like, I, I just always knew that that was... So I finally, like, settled into that. And um, what's cool about it, too, is, like, the versatility it allows. Like, even with this long hair, like, we were still able to then, like, make it short for, like, the burger episode when we were supposed to be in the 50s. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then the... 
I, I love that you brought up the the business look because that was such a fun, it was so different from who he is normally that that was like a really fun uh, thing to, to play with. Yeah. Um, the, costume are really, the costumes are really great. Uh, and the time jumps, like that's so cool. But can we talk about the fact how like all the CW shows are linked and that we had some major um, crossover, crossover events. Uh, like if you could choose any CW shows for Behra to be on, which one would you choose? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I almost, I almost wonder if like I don't even think this would be possible, but it would be super funny if he was on Riverdale. I think. <laughs> I was what Connie was saying the entire time. I think because he, it's he's so like not like it. It would it would be such an oddball. To be like who is it? But I think his energy, bringing his like, because I think like well, the beautiful thing about Legends is that it doesn't take itself too seriously. And so to like bring that energy to a show like Riverdale, I think could be really funny. Like it's obviously like an accident, right? It's like, how did he get here? What, who is this guy? Um, so that could be fun. Um, I'm also a big uh, Batman guy. So I think like, oh, yeah. I think being on Batwoman would be really cool. Um, and like, maybe that one is actually possible. Um, so yeah, so that's a great, great question. It's a good thing to think about. And, oh my god such great choices like we were talking about that and carrie got it right um but what about supergirl, supergirl yeah supergirl yeah. I, uh, you know truthfully i'm not as familiar with supergirl so i i can't speak to that but if you guys think that that would be a good choice what pitch it to me yeah you will fit you will fit super great in it tell me out um, tell me out we have Nianal, Dreamer, and Behran as best friends. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Uh -huh. That is it. That is my pitch. Thank you for coming to my I know, I do agree. I, but I thought that it would be funny to see um, Behran helping Betty and Veronica solve crime like in Riverdale, in the dark, gritty Riverdale. And then there's this big... Yes. This air totem just yes <laughs> exactly well that's co comedy of opposites you know it's just bringing the opposite exactly um something that we really love to do on this podcast is play games um, we're hoping you're going to be up for joining into some of them real quick sure yes um one of our games is a hypothetical fight where we discuss what would happen if we put together two tv or comic book characters who you would never see together usually and discuss what would happen if they were in a fight who would win who had the most training but they're not allowed to use their powers oh not allowed to use their powers no okay powers. Yeah. pure skill um, and this week's fight is um sarah lance versus black widow <laughs> it's so hard i mean uh, as you know, as a loyal legend, I, I'm gonna have to say Sarah Lance because <clears throat> Sarah Lance never misses. Oh, 
or dies. <laughs> and she doesn't die anymore. I mean, she's basically in invincible now. Um, I'm not sure what the rules are with her new power. Like, if it's like, I mean, forgive the gruesomeness, but like, if you would have to like cut off her head to kill, like, I'm not sure like what the rules are because she does regenerate so fast. Um, you know, she's got that Wolverine healing powers. Um, so yeah, I mean, she, she really, this year, like stepped it up. Can you imagine she just grows a new head? Oh my gosh, like, oh, <laughs> like in Men in Black. Yes. He grows like the baby arm instead of the adult arm and then it grows into an adult arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it takes time. A baby head. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we should pitch that. <laughs> this one's not supposed to go this way. <laughs> you, you started it. You all started, you want to play the game. <laughs> um... I would say Black Widow, but but purely because I have a bias. I mean, I love Sarah. I I am in love with Sarah, but I'm also in love with Natasha Romanoff. So I would have to say Black Widow. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Always gonna be merits on either side though, because they're both pretty much the best of their respective. I know. Sides of the mm -hmm. I guess. I'm gonna have to go with um the same answer as Shan gave Sarah Lance, please. Cause she's Sarah Lance. I mean, what? <laughs> I'm with Sarah Lance. With I'm one. going with Lainey. I'll go Sarah Lance because. Yeah. Nisi, you're up. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we also love to play uh, Would You Rather and mm -hmm. one question that we love to ask people is uh, would you rather fight an army of duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> I know we have the silliest questions here I but used to okay I, I will answer this and then I'm gonna I'm gonna fall, I have a follow-up would you rather so I think I would rather fight the single horse-sized duck. Um, you know, it's 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 one target, right? Like that's you know, we have to we might have to get in the specifics of what constitutes an army. Like we're talking like a hundred, we're talking a thousand. Uh, yeah, like a hundred. Let's say a hundred. That's a good run. Let's say a hundred. I mean, I guess duck-sized horses i mean uh, and it, and i just i have i have just my hands like i don't have any weapons or anything it's just like my me me myself and i yeah oh then uh, <laughs> good luck i mean I, yeah now now i'm like maybe i go with the the duck-sized horses just because i could like stomp on them yes Ooh. you know because it's like do the if I do the uh yeah, yeah uh, I think I'm, yeah I think I I think I'm gonna that's final answer duck size horses final answer I agree I reckon I could just jump over them I, I can run pretty fast as well we only got itty bitty legs I can <laughs> oh yeah you can just run run away from them now I used to always ask would you rather fight or really honestly be chased by um a a spider the size of a truck 
or 10,000 regular size spiders. Oh God. Either way, I'll play dead. <laughs> Either way, I'm playing dead, okay, bye. I'll take the big spider. Oh, but then you can see its eyes and every, its pincers uh-huh. and everything. I mean, it's like Aragog. It's like, but, but like mm. gruesomer. Yeah, but there's only one spider. I would rather be chased True. by one than a million. <laughs> I, I said 10,000. I was very specific. I, I, okay. I would rather be chased by one than 10,000. Fair, fair enough. You wouldn't be able to see all the little ones all the time as well. Like at least with the big exactly. ones. Like that. But maybe they would just like blur into one swarm. And you know, you would just that be able to like kind of like. Thing of nightmares. Yeah. Besides, I have my friends and they can get me bug spray for the big one. So. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's so I never thought that there were other versions of the duck and the horse one, but that one is quite possibly going to be my new favorite to ask people. <laughs> there you go. You can steal it. <laughs> we do have one more real quick game. I know we're climbing to your time in your day and we don't want to, but um, one, one more quick game. Is that cool? Yeah, for sure. Owen. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, Kari came up with this game. Um, it's called Behrad or Zari. So, I will give you a quote. Lenny and I will alternate and we will give you a quote. And you have to say whether Behrad said it or Zari said it. Love it. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so the first quote is, we are better off famous with people. I said that. I said that in my first episode of season five in the cargo bay. And I patted Nick, Nate on the back as I said it while we were coming back to the Wave Rider after the scene on the stage. Amazing. Yeah, that was so <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember every single like moment of every shot. <laughs> okay um the second one is change is hard but it can also be beautiful it can be both i'm gonna say sorry yep you're right yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes so um okay next is uh turns out it's more of a fun funeral snake <laughs> i i said that in the same episode with uh with uh it was it was the uh oh my gosh rasputin when rasputin was coming back to life yeah <clears throat> that was such a good episode my god yeah that was amazing. But, like rasputin's was... death was just like oh, thank you so good so good um the next one is oh i love this one get in losers we're going looming yeah Zari. Yeah. <laughs> Behrad would never call anyone a loser. I mean, fair. So another right answer. He's so good at this. Okay. Uh, so the last one is, uh, guys, we sure he stayed dead? Same episode. Same, <laughs> same scene. <laughs> Behrad. <laughs> we were hoping her memory would be worse than this. <laughs> no, no, I've still trapped mine. <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you. 
Okay. Um, I mentioned Nia Nal before. So I was wondering, now that Supergirl is ending, if Dreamer were to join the legends, what would her relationship with Behrad be like? Would they be like friends or like frenemies or? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, can't, uh, I can't give a full answer because I haven't seen much of Supergirl. So I, I'm sorry, I don't think I can answer that. <laughs> you should definitely watch it. We think that you would, uh, you would like it. Okay. <laughs> I think Mehrad would definitely fit into Supergirl. Like, amazing. Um, but if you want to watch the seasons with Nia, she's season four and five and six. Thank you. <laughs> That's very helpful. Um, we just want to say thank you so much for joining us on Bebo's Legends podcast. It has been so much fun. And I think I speak for my whole team when I say it has been an absolute joy to meet you. Yes. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Likewise, this was a real treat, real fun way to spend my afternoon and uh, pleasure meeting you all. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out to our listeners who are listening. Thank you guys. And make sure you check us out next week. Back with another episode of Beaver's Legends Podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. We love you. Take care. Bye-bye. Beaver's Legends Podcast. I la la love you too.